Hi friends, this is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We need to take better care of ourselves so we can care for those God has entrusted to us. This is episode 65, and if you're a regular listener, you know that I took off a couple of weeks from releasing episodes. I had planned to take off the Monday after Easter, but then I needed another week to work on some other projects and get back in the podcasting groove. So I am especially thankful that you're meeting me back here today as we talk about going first in friendship. In this month's Abiding Caregiver newsletter, I wrote about what I learned in therapy over the last year. If you're new here, I started seeing a counselor for some social anxiety I was feeling. Friendship is a big topic we've been talking through, and I wrote about it in that newsletter. I'll link to it in the show notes if you missed it. One detail I wanted to talk about more is how to go first in friendship. To have the kinds of friendships you want, you have to be the kind of friend you want in others. And that may mean you go first in lots of different ways. So let's talk through that today. Let me give you this invitation before we jump in. If you haven't already joined our Facebook group for Abiding Caregivers, we would love to have you there. It's one of my favorite places to hang out on the internet. You can find the link in the show notes at sandrapeoples.com slash the podcast. This summer, I won't be podcasting as regularly, so join me there and we can stay connected. Okay, first, let's talk about the challenges to friendships, especially as caregivers. Making and maintaining friendships as a special needs mom or a caregiver feels extra hard. There are three challenges to friendships that I have experienced and that I've heard from others. The first one is busyness. (laughs) We are busy with therapy and doctor's appointments. Some of our kids have prolonged hospital stays and we're with them there as much as possible. We have more meetings at school than typical parents. Some of us are active working toward reform in insurance or government services or advocating for inclusion in churches. All parents are busy, but in some seasons, special needs parents have even more on our plates than others, and this can be a hindrance to friendship. The next one is like this super mom perception. Uh, Years ago, I sat down over coffee with a friend who hadn't been very friendly lately, and I asked if I had done something to hurt or offend her because I wanted to apologize. Her response was, you don't seem to need me as a friend. You are like a super mom. And it, it was kind of true. Like after James's diagnosis, I had gone into warrior mom mode. I was so focused on being the kind of mom that I thought James deserved, who would help him reach his potential no matter what. And that meant I refused help when it was offered. And I didn't let anyone know when I was hurting or needy. Friendships need to feel reciprocal. And I wasn't letting my friends be the friends they wanted to be because I was putting off the super mom vibe. This is often unintentional, but sometimes it's perceived by others nonetheless. The third challenge that I have to making friendships is the stage that my son James is in versus his age. So my boys are now 15 and 13. The people we are meeting and making friends with have kids close to our kids ages but James's developmental stage is closer to that of like a three-year-old when we hang out with peers James can't disappear into the game room to play video games like the other boys can 
I have to watch him every minute. <laughs> and this keeps us from getting invited over to friends' houses. And when we do get invited, it keeps me from being able to actually spend time with others. So there may be even more reasons that you experience that I haven't listed, but there's good news too. We can overcome these challenges. We can fight for friendships and invest in relationships. And so I want to tell you what has worked for me uh, in being a good friend and having good friends. And that is going first. In the book, Connected, Curing the Pandemic of Everyone Feeling Alone Together, Aaron Davis writes, The secret to feeling less alone is not to simply wish for others to come into your world to meet your needs. Instead, it is to go into their world and meet theirs. Someone has to go first. You can be that someone in three important ways that we're going to talk through. First, go first in reaching out. If I am having a bad day and think, man, I I wish somebody would text and ask how I'm feeling or how I'm doing, I text another friend (laughs) to ask how she's doing. During the pandemic, I became more intentional about this, and it's okay to be intentional or even methodical about friendship. It's better to have text a friend on the to-do list every day than to forget to ever actually do it. So can you think of five friends you want to reach out to this week and decide that each day you'll text one of them or even three friends and you could do it all like right now? What, whatever feels right to you, just make a plan and do it. Be the first to reach out. The second way we can go first is going first in making plans. So we talked about how a busy schedule is a barrier to friendship. So why don't you be the first one to make plans? Invite someone to lunch, have a family over and grill out, plan a play date. You can even think big and see if your friends are interested in a girls weekend this summer. Especially if you've said no to getting together in the past, you may need to be the one to plan something in the future. So what sounds fun to do with friends? You know that I love my book club. Uh, You may want to start one yourself or invite someone along to do something that you're doing anyway. I have a friend that I invite to go into Houston with me (laughs) when I go to Trader Joe's, which is like three or four times a year. It's way more fun with her. Even grocery shopping is fun with somebody else. So here's an idea that you can plan today. Invite friends to lunch for the day before the last day of school. Like get it on the calendar now. You need to celebrate that you guys survived this super chaotic school year. So number three, and this is a big one. (laughs) The third way that we can go first is to go first in vulnerability. You have probably heard the quote from C.S. Lewis on friendship. He wrote, friendship is born at the moment when one man says to another, what, you two, I thought that no one but myself. So how do we get that kind of response? We have to go first. This is especially helpful if others see you as the super mom we talked about. Can you share what's really happening when everything looks so perfect on Instagram? Can you answer how are you with the truth and not just I'm fine? Now, I'm not talking about with everyone. Uh, you, You don't have to lay it out there with everyone you see. But with the friends you want to grow closer to, those you value, 
you can go first in vulnerability in those relationships. Now, I've got to tell you, this takes time and practice, or at least it does for me. It's not always easy. (laughs) There's a woman at church that I want to be better friends with, so I keep throwing out these like vulnerability bombs, (laughs) hoping that it will bring us closer. Um, And she hasn't reciprocated yet with me. And it honestly, it seems like in most of her friendships, she's still in that stage of answering everything's fine when she's asked, but I'm going to keep trying. I know that you too moment is coming for us. So friendship isn't as easy, we know this, as it was when we were kids or when we were all living together in dorms in college. It takes extra steps to stay connected. But going first in reaching out, making plans, and being vulnerable is a great way to keep those friendships healthy and meaningful to you. So let's pray together like we do to end each episode. God, thank you for the gift of friendship. We see how important it is in the relationships we read about in Scripture between David and Jonathan, Ruth and Naomi, Mary and Elizabeth. There are many encouragements in the New Testament about how we are to love and serve one another. We want to pray today for our friendships, that we would take time to cultivate them so they are healthy and strong. Show each one of my friends listening today how they can go first in friendship this week. Help us to reach out with intention and with care. Help us to go first in sharing what's really happening in our lives so that we can point each other to the hope that we have in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, friends, as always, for spending time with me today. I am praying for you as you care for your family and as you make time for others who are important to you. I'll meet you back here next week for another reminder of how we can practically live out our calling to abide in Christ.